Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 10.07 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti, Matt Royce at our Master Control Panel. And uh, looking forward to taking your calls today, 860-522-9842. Had a guest in the last hour call. I want to ask him to hold over. It's Josh Elliott. He's a state rep from Hamden, and he's uh, a proponent of uh, ranked choice voting. Josh, you're still there. I'm still here. Okay, so so here's the thing. I, I understand that, you know, in, in a democracy, as, as a former government, everybody gets a vote. That's what we're talking yeah. about. My problem with this is it seems like everybody gets more than one vote. And well, how do you somebody, control it? Who, who controls it? How do you control it? What if I do a throwaway vote, the first vote, because I really want Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren to, to, on, my, on my second and third choices? How, how does that get regulated? That's, that's sort of the point. So you can't vote for a person more than once on one ballot. Let's say you have five candidates. You have the choice to vote for one and then be done with it. You can't vote for that person on multiple lines. You can only vote for them on one line. Or you can vote for four of the five candidates, or you can vote for all five of the five candidates sure. in the order that you want them. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is that on the back end, if nobody has reached that 50%, you knock off whoever was in last place, whoever voted for that person, that vote on your ballot on that line will not count, but will go to your second choice. And this means that if you as a voter, you have a couple different choices. You can either vote for the person that you really like, or you can vote for the or vote against the person that you really hate. And this means right now at our system, you have to choose one of those two things. You choose either who you think is going to win so that you can help push, push them over the edge, or you vote with your heart, vote with your brain, whatever. In a ranked choice voting system, you can do both. You can vote for your... Whether it's Trump, you can vote for your Bush, you can vote for your Sanders uh, on the top line, feeling like this is where my heart's at, but then I want this person to govern, and I don't want this other person to win, so I'm also going to vote for this number two, candidate number two. And so it brings both those people in. So back to your question before the break, which was about Palin and the people that vote Republican, what I would say is that there are a lot of people that really understood ranked choice voting who said, well, I don't want Palin to win. But I also want to vote for the person that I really want, which is the person that didn't end up winning. So I'm going to put this other person first, the person that I really want second, and Palin's not going to be on there. Because I would, lastly, to finish this, I would say four years ago, let's look at what happened in the Republican primary in Connecticut, where Boughton did not win and Stefanowski did. 
And Stefanowski won with about 29% of the vote in the Republican primary. If the Republicans had ranked choice, I bet that Bowden would have won. Would have won. And well, it's hard that, to say. I mean, conjecture. Come on, Josh. Sure, we don't it's know. Totally conjecture. Happen. Totally conjecture. I agree. Right. But I would also say that there was about 4% to 5% of independent, unaffiliated votes that went to the Odds Grievel Party, went to Greens, uh, that didn't go towards the ultimate sure. winner. Sure. And and that race was only also decided by three percent last year in the in the full general. All I'm and, and I'm that. fully in favor of multiple parties on the ballot. I don't have a problem sure. with that. But you Excuse what me. you explained in Alaska is exactly what's wrong with the system. It, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be putting a a, a, a person that you don't think is going to win as your first vote, and then putting the person you really want to win as your second vote. It's it's just it's manipulative, it's artificial, and I think it, I think it's ripe for fraud. But listen, oh, thank you for wait, calling wait, in. What, why is it ripe for fraud? It, it, because who's monet, who's who's controlling all these multiple votes, Josh? Who's watching this stuff? What do you mean watching it? It, it, it all it, you you write it down. It goes into the ballot collector, it's a tabulator, and then it all goes to a centralized location where you have dozens and dozens of people on both sides of the aisle that are looking at all these ballots. I mean, I what, think it, your it's one more it's one more set of variables which I, I look at: early voting, mail-in ballots, non-requested absentee ballots. It's one more set of variables that can that can cause problems with the system, and it just doesn't need to be so complicated. It really doesn't, yeah. but. On that note, I'm going to, again, thank you for calling, and, and I appreciate I uh, wish you well. Thank you very much. Let's go to Alex in Seymour. Alex, thanks for holding. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Roy, I wanted to hit on both those the two points that you were discussing this morning, the ranked choice and the, the special ed uh, or the, the uh, strike in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, on the ranked choice voting, um, I, I'm pretty sure it's just a scheme that's going to help keep incumbents in office. That, that, that's what I get from it. Mm-hmm. And uh no fault to the senator or anything like that. Uh, I just think that that's what it ultimately will be. And I actually agree with Tim for once that, you know, the, the voting system in the U.S. and in Connecticut is completely upside down on its head. I agree. And it's, it's, there's it, it, really it, no way for third parties to break through because even if they got a huge, uh, overwhelming gra- grassroots support, the yeah. big parties in Washington would just funnel even more money into their establishment candidates. And it would Again, be, that's it, not necessarily a problem with the elect the electorate system. It's a problem with the party system. It's a problem yeah, with the and, government. And, I mean, there should be. I don't know what Alex because I don't like too much government intervention. But there ought to be a way for third party candidates to. You know, part of it's messaging. Let's be honest. You got it's the money. It's the messaging. It's the candidates. All those things matter. But there ought to be a way for third or fourth parties even to get in get in an, in an easier method than what I is agree. now. What so I, I think is, I, that's it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. What I'm saying is there's no actual candidates that are proposing actual real reforms to the system. They're just rubber stamping on oh, ranked choice voting like that's going to fix everything. It's not. There's big, much bigger, deeper problems, and nobody's really running on fixing those problems, as far as I can tell. And again, you have 96 percent of incumbents that win re-election on average, yep. which is a huge problem. That's why term limits ought to be part of our land. Alex, thank you for your call. Let me read the final third of the endless because I said that I would. Donna T, Carol L, Kaz, WBD, Chocolate, Rudy, Alfredo M, Tom B, Gigi, Frank S, thank you, Frank, uh, Fritz, Carol H from Massachusetts, Lee E, Thor S, Dean G, Homer H, Scott O, Cassie S, Barry S, Mark M, Mark M, two different Marks, uh, Michelle F, Terrence J, Nick S, and Carl W. 
and that is a new record. 75 breaks the old record of 74, and I'm sure more will come in. Uh, thank you guys so much. It's wonderful. Great support from all of you. I appreciate it. Let's go to West Hartford and Helen. Helen, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, amen. And uh, all right, Helen, I want 76. to know yeah. if a Democrat goes in and votes three times for Lamont, what happens to that ballot? Does it get registered for three votes, or does the machine spit it out? Well, apparently, from what Josh said, again, I don't. Josh, Josh obviously is is an expert on this because he's proposing it. I'm I'm learning about it. Okay, so apparently, it's it's round by round by round. So you put one vote in on round one. That no candidate wins. Okay, round two, your next vote. But I'm saying you're getting multiple votes. You're not getting one vote. You're getting I want to vote for. Uh, Lamont, and then I'm going to vote for, well, that's not good. I'm going to vote for uh, 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 Biden, and then I'm going to vote for Harris, and then I'm going to vote for Buttigieg, and then I'm going to vote for, uh, you know, Schumer. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just a ridiculous system. It's one vote, one person, one vote. Whoever gets the most votes wins. There's nothing wrong with that system. And and Bill Clinton, I think Bill Clinton's first election, he didn't have a majority. George Bush, first time around, didn't have a majority against Gore. So, I mean, it just it doesn't, uh, you know, popular vote majority. That's why we have the Electoral College in place for the presidential election. And maybe maybe we should expand that. I don't know. So my question was, do does Lamont get three votes or does the machine spit it out? He would only get the, the first one, again, the way I'm ex, it's explained to me, he'd only get the first. You only get the first one. That, you oh, okay. You, you only get the first one. So, no, Thanks. you wouldn't get three votes. Yeah, you'd get one vote. But, but that's not the bigger issue. The bigger issue yeah. is the fact that if you're having two, three, four, five rounds of voting, then, then people are getting five votes. Ridiculous. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous system. Ridiculous. Unfair, and it's, it's ripe totally. for fraud. Helen, thank you for your call. 860 522 9842. Uh, Jazz Shaw at 1035. We're going to talk to Jazz about um, the transgender organization I started bringing up. Uh, we're also going to talk about illegal immigrants. Where are they coming from, really? We're going to talk about people who believe that men can be pregnant. I'm not going to talk to Jazz about this article, but this is from Hot Air. Let's, let's talk about energy for a minute. Another big topic. I'm learning more and more about hydrogen. Thank you guys so much. You're sending me information. I there's two things I'm I'm really hot about right now. Hot on. I don't mean hot like angry, like excited about. One are microgrids. I, I just feel like microgrids are the best answer to our national problem challenges with the grids, the grid aging and and rolling blackouts and greater requirements for electricity. I think microgrids answer so many problems and questions. Number one, and number two, I would I would put I would like I'd do a John if I were president if I were if I were president I would do a John Kennedy like call to put a man on the moon and to return him safely before the end of the decade. I would do that with hydrogen. I would make a national effort to figure out how to make hydrogen work as a power source, because what I'm reading, what I'm learning about it. It is unlimited. It is, it is, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it is, it is Star Trek on steroids. We've already used it. The Apollo moon missions 
were powered by hydrogen fuel cells. A lot of people don't realize that. It's been around for a long time. It's not, and it's safe. It's, and and what, it, what is hydrogen fuel cells? What do they emit? What pollutants do they emit? Well, what, their emissions are water vapor and oxygen. So those are two things that I'm super hot about. I'm super excited about. And I love, I thank you guys so much. When you hear me talk about it, I, I'm thankful for the information you send me. Now, uh, this, this also from Hot Air, uh, Ed Morrissey. Um, this reads like a, a cautionary tale on the law of unintended regulatory consequences to some extent. However, it's just as much a tale of green movement hypocrisy as well as another lesson of the impact of initiatives and artificial market interventions. The New York Times explains in a sideways manner how the EU has attempted to comply with its own Paris Accord targets of carbon dioxide reduction or wiping out forests of the continent to convert to power. So here it is. When the bloc began subsidizing wood burning over a decade ago, it was seen as a quick boost for renewable energy and an incentive to move homes and power pants away from coal and gas. Wood chips and pellets were marketed as a way to turn sawdust into a green power. And so subsidies were given to raise this booming market to the point that wood is now Europe's largest renewable fuel source far ahead. What? What? Far ahead of wind and solar. That's right. Burning wood is far ahead of wind and solar power. But today, as demand surges among, among, amid a Russian energy crunch, whole trees are being harvested for power. The evidence is mounting that Europe's bet on wood to address climate change has not paid off. Ah, market incentives. Listen, let's take a break for commercial. I'm going to come back to this article. We'll take some more calls, 860-522-9842, and then we'll have the... Uh, the elusive jazz Shaw on to talk about some really crazy things, things that are happening in our world that people are just signing off on as normal. That's the world we live in today. All right, so we'll be, we'll be back in two minutes, a couple commercials. Stay with us. Wilm Roddy Show, Thursday edition, Wilm Roddy Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, they say records are meant to be broken, so I'm really happy to say we have a new Amen record today at 76. The old record of 74 set the uh, week before last. It was wonderful. Thank you guys so much for your support. I'm sharing this with you really to just to just map out the the hypocrisy of the entire environmental movement, right? So they they're under they're they're pressed because of Russia. They can't find enough enough energy. I didn't realize this, that they had already a decade ago started subsidizing wood burning, you know, wood pellets, things like that. And now, uh, well, here it goes again. It says, so the, the European Union subsidized the pellet industry, making prices higher, spiking both demand and capital investment into production. However, the amount of wood waste, which is from obviously sawdust and chips from other industries, was clearly uh, finite and insufficient for the incentivized demand. So what do we do? we start cutting down trees. When that doesn't work, we start doing clear-cut old-growth forests. You know, those ancient, this is the words of Ed Morrissey, those ancient carbon dioxide sinks that convert trace element from a greenhouse gas into breathable oxygen? The EU is chopping down trees to pursue a green utopia. Forests in Finland 
Estonia, for example, once seen as key assets for reducing carbon from the air, now are the source of much logging that government scientists consider them carbon emitters. So much logging going on. In Hungary, the government waived conservation rules last month to allow increased logging in these old growth forests. So, so to, to, <laughs> like spoiled children, because they won't use conventional energy sources, oil, natural gas, because they won't do that, they will go around that by, by subsidizing wood burning. And to do that, they will depopulate trees. They will just cut them down to make more wood pellets so that they don't have to push towards oil. You see the insane hypocrisy here? This is so crazy. How does the EU, how does the world allow the EU this contradiction? It's simple. They have set up another regulation with an unintended effect, as well as another perverse incentive to top all that. Wood pellet power counts as a clean energy source for compliance in the Paris Accord, even though it's actually worse overall than fossil fuels because it, it replaces, it takes the trees down, eliminates the filtering source, and the EU's structure in, uh, resists all this. It says, while European nations can count Wood power toward clean energy, the EU Scientific Research Agency said last year that burning wood releases more carbon dioxide than would be emitted from energy coming from fossil fuels. <laughs> That's why I thought they stopped leaf burning and you couldn't burn brush around here, right? Because it puts pollution here. Now they're doing it wholesale and burning the wood pellets is worse than an, than an oil-fired furnace. The hypocrisy is staggering with this this whole movement, and and that's why the whole I hate to I hate to bring this up because I know somebody will get mad at me. Josh will get mad at me anyway. But that's the problem I have with ranked choice voting. It's just another it's just another layer of complexity that will not come out with good results. And I'm not for it, and I will speak against it every chance I have. All right, we're going to take a break, commercials, news, and we'll be back with the the uh, inf uh, the famous <laughs> Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We return. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. 1038 WTIC. 
We're waiting to get hold of uh, Jazz Shaw, the uh, weekend editor of hotair.com. Matt, you want to reach out to him? I don't know if he was going to call or not. Um, so it's just, you know, I, I talk about this, the hypocrisy of this, um, of this whole green movement. Um, they know, they know wind and solar, not the answer, at least not now, maybe someday, not the answer. can't be the answer. We don't have enough alternative fuel sources, fuel sources to supply the need that we have currently. Um, just, we don't, it, 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 that's just the facts. And so what are they doing? They're, they're kind of off the record, clear cutting these old, old forests because they can't find enough waste material to make wood, wood chips, wood pellets for pellet stoves and the government's subsidizing it. Unbelievable. So the industry has become so big that researchers cannot keep track of it. EU officials said that they can only identify a source of 120 million metric tons of wood across the continent last year. 120 million tons of wood. So they're just they're just clearing out forests and making wood pellets, and they think everybody. And then we find out only to find out the wood pellets emit more CO2 than an oil-fired furnace, right? So. It's just, it's too, you can't make it up. Hey, joining us on the hotline, the weekend editor of hotair.com, making a triumphant return here to the Will Ruddy Show, Jez Shaw. Jez, welcome back. Thank you, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Can't complain. Hmm. All right, good. If I did. All right. I, uh, I've, I've missed, uh, I've missed you these last couple of weeks. I understand why, but, um, I, I, some of the stuff that you got here, I, I'm, I'm pulling my hair out. I did a story earlier about a girl who was, her name was, wasn't Cole, but that's the name they used in the article. And um, uh, Cole, I don't think that's just the same. No, it's not. Cole was, uh, you know, confused as a child. She wanted to be a girly girl, kind of like, you know, dressing up like a guy sometimes, you know, boys, you know, the young kid. She gets into high school, apparently, or junior high school. Counselors start pushing her towards the trans theme. Don't tell her parents about it. So by the time it happens, she's already on hormone blockers and testosterone shots. They tell her parents they only have two choices, transition or suicide. This is what's going to happen. If you don't transition her, she's going to kill herself. She can't deal with that. Okay, fine. So by, at the age of 15, they have mandatory, or uh, they have, uh, not mandatory, but they have uh, uh, ordered uh, a double mastectomy. So now she's getting older. She's coming out of the fog, and she realizes two things. Number one, she was lied to. Number two, she's been maimed for life. And now she goes around trying to tell people, this is, this is don't trust this. This is bad. You've got an article here. I don't know how long ago this was. Not that long ago. Uh, a trans health organization to lower minimum age for mastectomies and apparently genital mutilation as well. It, it, I read the beginning and said, this can't be real. This can't be true, but, but you wrote about it. Unfortunately, it's true. Yeah, un, until this week, I was not even aware there was a global <laughs> trans health organization ki- kind of acting like uh, the AMA, but internationally and only dealing with, with trans issues. Mm-hmm. And they've been sending out, unbeknownst to a lot of people, mm-hmm they send out like quarterly or semi-annual uh, guidelines to hospitals, including pediatric hospitals here in the United States. Uh, mm. Boston and Seattle are, are two that say, well, yeah, we base uh, 
a lot of our decisions, you know, on the uh, advice of these knowledgeable people, I, none of whom I'd ever heard of and couldn't find much records of. And yeah, they're, they're brilliant advice. The new guidelines are coming out this month in September, and it's anticipated to somebody who had a, an advanced copy that before they used to say, they never said had to, but they said you should wait till you're 18 yeah. before having any of the surgeries. Right. And which is something I've been saying all along. If you're an adult, you know, and you want to go have surgery on yourself, as long as you're willing to accept the consequences. Yeah, of your right, choice, go ahead. Knock go yourself it, right? out. Right. But not children. Right. And that wasn't good enough. So now they're, they're lowering the genital mutilation age to from 18 to 17. But, yeah, and you were just talking about that in the real horror show. They're lowering the uh, recommended age uh, for uh, breast removal to 15 years old. I mean, like people 15, are still growing. You know what the hell's going Girls on. are still growing at 15 years old, for crying out loud. I mean, yeah, this is just, this is evil. This is barbaric and evil. I don't know how else to describe it. I, I talked about this the other day, and uh, I, I've been on this a lot because I, I just, the fact that it's in the schools, I'll tell you what got me fired up about it, and I wish I wish we could have talked about it, but uh, the, the, the Project Veritas thing that went viral with the, the guy, uh, Jeremy Bolin, the assistant principal at Coscob Elementary in Fairfield, Connecticut, talking about, I won't hire a Catholic, I won't hire a conservative, they're brainwashed, I got to get around the parents, I can't use that, I need woke teachers, you know, th this, they're all in the same, they're all in league with this thing. And, and including the transgender movement. And so I yesterday made a free offer. I said, I've got, a, I've got a, something called the, trans, the, the, radical gender, the Radical Gender Guide, written by a, a great, he's with the Manhattan Institute, smart guy. I read it. I said, this, I said just as it helped the parents and grandparents, just to know what's going on, because people have been so blindsided by this because they, they purposely keep parents out of the loop with these things. Um, I already had 20 requests and, and and have sent most of them out already. You know, just in one one, and I said it in the five last five minutes of my show yesterday, right? So, so people just don't they don't know about it. But I think parents and grandparents, man, they got to get involved. School boards, uh, I, I, I would hope so, but not all of them because in some cases the parents hmm. are going along whole. Right, it could be the wrong parents. Yeah, you tie them up, put by, put uh, uh, gags over them, and, and hide them somewhere. I mean, I don't how. I don't know. I don't know how to even understand this. I mean, I don't even know how to explain this. The changes that have happened and the progression of this has been so rapid. I mean, it's frightening to 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 the to the on, to the casual onlooker. I mean, it's like they're changing this stuff under our feet. We don't even have a chance to respond, and it's already changed. I was I was just this morning. I've I've only got through part one. It's a two part thing, but and I hate to steer people to other networks or anything. But if you go over to Fox Nation, yeah, and even if you're not a member, they have like a two week free trial you yeah. can do if you just want to watch this one thing and drop it. Yeah, um, Tucker Carlson just released this two part documentary, and it's called The Culture of Confusion, and it's mm. all about this. And some of the statistics they have some some very prominent doctors on there who have been studying this stuff since long before any of it was on TV or it was in the culture or it was turning into a cult. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the numbers were shocking. One of the first that jumped out at me, the people who tracked this in both the United States and in the UK said that on average, 
the incidence rates of actual gender dysphoria, people who were totally confused or held a strong belief that they were the other, they were the wrong gender or whatever, mm-hmm. it occurred in approximately one in 60,000 people. It was very, very rare. And now a new study they just finished of girls ages uh, 12 to 17, schoolgirls around the United States, they said the number is up to as high as one in 20 who are now claiming that they're either trans or they're non-binary or something. And man, they interviewed one, this one young woman who got out, but not soon enough because they had her not just dressing the other way. Mm -hmm. They talked her into the mastectomy. They talked her into the hormones and now she's out and her breasts are gone. And on top of that, she found out from her doctor because she's getting back to a normal life and, and is dating somebody and there's talk of marriage mm-hmm. and they went and had some initial tests done. She's sterile. She oh, can't have children yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, when you, when you, when you dump hormone her. blockers in 13 year old girls, not good things are going to happen out of that. Yeah. Something bad's going to come up. It, it doesn't end well. You know, who's, who's, who's really strong about this. I don't know if people like him. I like him. He doesn't agree. I don't agree with everything he says, but I think he brings incredibly intelligent arguments is the Canadian uh, philosopher, professor, uh, Jordan Peterson. He, oh, yeah. Somebody he brings me, out uh, the flamethrower on this transgender stuff. I mean, you can't, there's no argument. You can't argue against him because he's just using basic logic and common sense, which, you know, is is, is uh, not pervasive anymore. But help me understand it. If you know this, I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, I'm, I'm hoping you know more about it than I do. <laughs> What, what what's the motivation? Do you suppose we're talking with Jess Shaw from Hunter dot com? What's the motivation? Um, why are they trying to normalize this? What is the push to make this seem like? Oh yeah, sure, everybody's trans. Everybody's not. You know, they, it's this. It's this. This. This absolutely unnatural push and and forcing of making something that is aberrant, and I'm being kind when I say that aberrant behavior into normalization what what is the what is the rush what is the push what's the what, what do you think the motivation is i i wish i had the answer for you the problem is gosh jazz come on absolutely insane and I, the, i've written a couple articles just this week because i've been so frustrated and just losing my crap over this and the, there was one survey it was a separate article that uh they conducted and one in was it 22% of Democrats, virtually no Republicans or independents, yeah. 22% of Democrats agreed with the sent, agreed with the sentence, some men can get pregnant. Well, I... and, <laughs> and 36%, more than a third of white college educated female Democrats yeah. Yeah. said they agreed with it. And I knew what was going on immediately. None, uh, particularly college educated people who are adults, they all know they're lying. They, they know that's not a thing, but they have been forced by this culture, by this cult, by this movement into saying those words, because if you don't say those words, then you're going to get in trouble. Right. You know, right. the mob will come for you. You'll be canceled yeah. from social media. You'll sure. lose your job. Sure. You know, and I think that that's what's going on. What's causing it? Like I said, wish I could help you. I, I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I've seen some crazy fads yeah. and trends. But I've never seen anything like it that. Is, is it also alarming to you as it is to me, the, the, how quickly it's moving? Oh, yeah. This, 
it was only, what were they saying in, in that documentary? It was 10 to 12 years ago when all of the medical books still classified gender dysphoria yeah. as a mental illness because it's a, a condition of psychosis right. where a person believes something that's about, <laughs> about themselves that's patently impossible. There are a couple other examples of it. There's one where uh, people think that they're dead. They think they're zombies. There's another one where people honestly believe that they are were animals. Um, it's called yeah, clinical yeah. lycanthropy. They believe they're either like werewolves or werecats or something. Tucker had and, one on the other night. She's a wolf. She thinks she's a wolf. And you know what? And I, I think that is a real thing. But again, exceedingly rare. Hardly ever happens. And now one in 20 girls? Well, when you've it's got funny. everybody pushing it, when you've got every, all the movies talking, when you have, when everybody's trying again, when everybody's around you is trying to normalize it, and and you are young and impressionable, and let's be honest, sexual confusion and sexual curiosity exists at a young age and continues through puberty. I mean, it, it's not like there's a point where it stops. I mean, but but that's why I say, how can you make the age 15? I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you nowadays, most people don't have their heads straight until their early 20s, mid-20s at best. And how can you make these decisions when you're 17 years old? These are, I mean, these are people that should be put in protective custody into psych units with no sharp, sharp objects. That's how you should treat these kinds of things. But it is absolutely insane to me that they get away with this stuff. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to, to say. It's just... Uh, uh, you know, to call it a health organization, I, I think is criminal. It's not a health organization. The the, the World Professional excuse me, it's a professional wrestling group. The World Professional Association of Transgender Health. What the hell is that? Seriously, exactly. And, Pardon my uh, language. What 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 are we talking about here? This is insane. I'll go back again. That same young woman I mentioned uh, who detransitioned, she described uh, briefly what had happened to her. And she said that she had a very liberal group of friends, nothing to do originally with any of the trans stuff or anything, just liberals that were following all the liberal memes. And she was in this, steeped in this culture where being cisgender, but like basically everyone, that's bad because you're a bad person because you're probably oppressing someone, particularly right, if right. you're white. Right. That's really terrible. And she said she looked around in all these chat groups and, and in her own social circles, and the people who were trans were suddenly being held up as very brave individuals, and, and they're greatly respected uh, amongst liberal groups, and, and they're fighting back against the cisgender menace and all. And she didn't. She said, I, I didn't want to be one of those cis people because uh, everybody was going to think I was a bad person. And suddenly it made sense, you know, that maybe I'll do this. And, and they talked her into it for several, like four years, and it, it ended horribly. Well, it's like this subject that, that they call the girl Cole. That was her name they used, right? And now, and and she what came out of the fog, at at eighteen or nineteen, and said, so "What the heck did I do? What what?" Do I, and realizing this was all lies. I'm not a boy. I'm a girl, and 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 it's too late because she she got the hormone blockers. She got the 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 uh, testosterone therapy, the mastectomy. I mean, they're 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 torturing and mutilating our children. For for what for what gain I don't I don't understand this at all and I, and again I would refer people to Jordan Peterson if they want to hear a, a, an incredibly powerful argument against this.
all right. I, you know what? We're out of time. I can't believe this. I had three other stories I wanted to talk to you about. That was one. One out of five Democrats believe men can get pregnant. How the... How do you work with that? I mean, this is crazy. Uh, you know what? Can we? If you can come back next week, I want to save this article because this is something people need to hear about: the origins of illegal immigrants. Everything's to, everything's they're Mexican or South American. Not true, correct? Correct. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about that next week. It's, right. uh, that used to be pretty true, but it's not true anymore. That's all changed. What a, what a crazy world we live in, Jess. Um, well, listen. Um, thanks so much for coming back. I appreciate it. My prayers to you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. Wow. Oh, man, you get so upset about this, Will. You're darn right I do. You're darn right I get upset about it because I think we're ruining kids. We're destroying kids. We're, we're, we're mutilating kids. We're ruining their futures. We're ruining their destinies, their God-created destinies. And, and, I, I am, and I'm just not willing. I'm not willing to go along with it. I'm not willing to say, well, you know, eat to each his own. No, no, that's fine. If you want to make your own decision as an adult and you want to be, I don't care if you want to be a werewolf and you're adult, fine, but you leave the kids alone. And parents, I'm telling you, you've got to, you've got to spend more time talking with your kids. You've got to spend, and there's no guarantee. Believe me. I know this from personal experience. There's no guarantee things are going to turn out the way you want them to, but at least leave the communication lines open. At least find out what they're thinking and don't let the school, listen, somebody's going to influence your kid, your grandkid. It's either going to be you or it's going to be somebody else and you don't want somebody else doing it. Particularly when we have this evil cohort within the public education system that's pushing this transgenderism nonsense. This is evil, folks. I'm telling you, this is rebellion against God. It's evil, and and you're wrong if you're just going to go along with it. And, well, that's what they think. I guess that's probably what we'll do. That was a wrong choice those parents of Cole were given, that the options are transition or suicide. How about counseling? How about that? How about that, first of all? We don't talk about prayer. How about prayer? How about that? How about spending time and finding out what's going on with them? How about that? Loving your kid, praying for your kid, talking to your kid, helping, doing something, get involved. Don't just give into it, acquiesce. Oh, well, I guess that's just how they feel. They must be right. They're kids for crying out loud. They don't even know how they feel. You're an adult half the time. You don't know how you feel. I'm telling you, it's it's evil. It, it needs to. It needs to be. We need to push up against it. Again, if you'd like to get the the radical gender guide, I'm offering free. Email me, wilmarati at yahoo.com. I didn't do it. Yahoo.com. And I'll get your copy of it uh, before the weekend because I'm getting a lot more requests now. So I'm going to have to get caught up a little bit. Anyway, whew, Matt, thanks. Great show today. Um, thanks for calling in. Thanks for your amens. Thank you, State Rep. Josh Elliott from Hamden calling in to talk about the voting system. We disagree, but I appreciate him calling in. And and always Jazz Shaw, always a welcome guest here on the Wilmarati Show. All right, listen. Um, Great day out there. Enjoy it. We're going to have some great weather. Maybe 85 on Saturday. Wahoo. Don't cover the pool yet, baby. Um, great day. God bless you guys. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.